Welcome everyone to the Canadian Perspective, your source Hello. for leftist political news. I know we were gone for a week, didn't have an episode up. Yeah, because we're we're just trash at this. Um, lockdown just got more serious, so I'm on fucking Zoom at the moment. If you can't tell from the the lag in the middle of his voice, yeah, and the shit fucking quality, yeah, the shit audio quality. We'll uh, but we'll make it work. I'm recording yeah. on my phone, so... Yeah, so, uh, also, we were planning to do a special all on Israel, but basically, after we recorded it, I, I listened back to it, and I was like, you know, we missed a lot of details, and, and I learned some more information uh, as well, and some more of events unfolded that we needed to include in it, so we'll be doing that this week. Potentially tomorrow, might get recorded. Yeah, we'll see depending, how depending how this turns out. Yeah, we'll see how good the Zoom call goes yeah well it wasn't it wasn't we didn't miss any detail we focused on mostly the history behind the two sides and not so much as the current day uh, problems that are occurring which is mostly what people care about and it really is what the issue is about right so right so uh, we want we want to fix that we want to focus a little bit more on the modern day uh, things that are unfolding uh, there have been more events since the, we recorded the last uh, podcast that have happened that are very important. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we're just going to do another recording to see what happens. All right. So we got a bunch of stories for you. Yep. If you're invested in crypto coin, you're not having a good time right now. <laughs> probably not having a good time because it crashed. All right. We're going to no do editing crypto. podcast, by the way. This is we're not editing this. All right. Fuck it. Right, I'll end it a little bit, but I'll, I'm going to try my best to like get stuff up. Yeah, if we do, okay. If we do jokes that are too edgy, I then maybe edit those out. I know. I mean, I have the thing open. I can mark it. So yeah, crypto basically dropped like to 25% or 50% worth of its value, like all across the whole market, all the currencies. All crypto. Yeah, all it crypto. crashed hard, hard. And due to a variety of things. You know, Elon Musk did some some bullshit. Um, yeah, well, Elon Musk uh, uh, is uh, no longer accepting uh, uh, Bitcoin for Tesla, right? And then yeah. he also released yesterday, uh, we're recording on the 23rd, so on May 22nd, I believe, he released his own uh, crypto called SpaceX coin, which basically is a crypto that uh, SpaceX profits off of. It's definitely a scam coin. Yeah, no, that's 100% a scam coin. But uh, people are going to jump on it because it's Elon Musk and Elon Musk is the crypto god for some reason. Uh, yeah, it's just like, it's going to be like BitConnect, right? <laughs> yeah. Like that. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that and also China and the United States have decided that they're going to put some, some regulations, less so the United States, more so China. Uh, yeah, uh, which we actually predicted. Uh, a couple months ago. Well, I don't, know, how, I don't know when we said it, but at some point we were like, yeah, you know, the only time crypto could be, get killed was if the governments decided to crack down on it. Yeah, we're, yeah. we were basically saying that crypto would never become um, like the world's currency. Well, I, don't know uh, I, ever, I don't know if I said that. I uh, well, we basically said that when we were talking about the Facebook uh, cryptocurrency that was going to come out, right? Oh, they did try to do that. Yeah, Exactly. That's when we were talking about it. And uh, we basically said that, yeah, it's not going to, uh, the governments aren't going to allow uh, their sovereign currency to become worthless. 
and they have the power uh, to stop it, basically, be, if they want to. Yeah, or be overridden by something they can't control. Yeah. Right. And that's anonymous. Yeah, of course. So, like, it's, the system would become way too complicated, and then they basically lose all control over their, um, over their currency. And uh, governments don't want that. Governments want control over their currency. Of course. <laughs> right? So... That's why, and you see this because now China is now putting in these, uh, putting in these uh, policies, and uh, the U.S. is starting to crack down a little bit on crypto as well. And you are seeing that reflect in the crypto market, which is largely uh, libertarian. I mean, uh, U.S. U.S. isn't really cracking down though. They did like one a little thing. bit. They're putting they're putting government regulation into a system that's not meant to have government regulation in it. All was not saying, created on that behalf. All they're saying is that they require you now to uh, uh, to report any transfer worth ten thousand dollars. The IRS, you have to report that to yeah. the IRS now. That's it. Which isn't the worst thing, I don't think. No, it's but... not the worst thing. That's why it's like not really a crackdown from the. I- yeah, no, but the, that would be a reason why crypto falls because I think uh, the yeah. fan base for crypto is largely libertarians that don't want the government to know what the fuck they're doing. Or it, there's this there's a level of anonymity that's a part of yeah. the whole cryptocurrency situation. Yeah, and, and people like that. Yeah. China, on the other hand, they really have done what you could call a crackdown. So they've banned their financial institutions and payment companies from providing services related to crypto. And they also warn investors like against speculative crypto trading, which is like, if you're investing in crypto, you know, it's, it's speculative to begin with and it's volatile. So I don't know why, you know, they like, they think their citizens are dumbasses. So basically like banks, uh, online payment channels, you know, you can't offer clients, any services involving cryptocurrency. And also they ban like exchanges and shit, but they have not prevented individuals from holding like cryptocurrencies. No, but they've extremely disincentivized it, right? Yeah, just, just you can't just do anything with banks officially that involves yeah. like crypto coin services. And this isn't the first uh, time. Lot. Sorry? You know? This isn't the yeah. first time actually. 20, in 2017, China did a similar thing. It shut down its local cryptocurrency exchanges. Uh, mm-hmm. which at the time was 90% of the global Bitcoin trading. So that was a big hit back then. And the markets rebounded perfectly fine. So, but on the other hand, three days later after this, China was like, yeah, also mining, we're coming after you for mining. And, oh, really? And China, yes. And China is one of the world's largest mining areas. Yeah, China has a large stake in the, like they have a large, um, piece of the market for uh, Bitcoin and like all cryptocurrencies. A lot of it is Asia. Yeah. Uh, they have 65% of the Bitcoin hash rate. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they have a lot. And there's like a little map here. They got pulled up. It's like China uses 111 megawatts of power on crypto compared to 111. Yes. Compared to Canada, which is 18 megawatts and the United States, which is 27. Oh, damn. And then there's China with 111. <laughs> Just fucking destroying it over there. <laughs> Gives zero fucks about the environment. Yeah, they, they don't. They really don't care. Georgia also, state in the Middle East, has 60 megawatts. Georgia? Yeah, Georgia. State in the Middle East. Right next to Turkey. 
Oh, okay. It's 60 megawatts. Like, what? Huh? Anyway, so the fucking crypto market just fucking bailed. People are bailing left and right. Other reasons for that is also there's uh, uh, hedge funds are like eating shit right now. So they're selling off a bunch of shit, which probably is also the reason why the entire fucking stock market's crashing. Um, right. And the entire fucking stock market's crashing. So, of course, crypto is going to reflect that because crypto is basically just stocks. Uh, with no business. Right, that's right. Is now, ultimately Derek, what they are. Now, Derek, why why are the hedge funds eating shit right now? <laughs> well, that's that's part of a... There's a there's speculative a short squeeze that's going to happen with a couple stocks, including uh, AMC, um, GameStop, like uh, in January, well, and a couple others like uh, Nokia, uh, Nokia and uh, BlackBerry as well. Well, the one that's... People are saying they're getting ready for it's been in the works for a while is the AMC stock. Yeah. And there's been a whole bunch of like you can see on the books, like there's more buy orders than there are sell orders, but then the price goes down. And it's like, what the fuck? That how does that make any sense? It's because of the manipulation tactics that the large hedge funds are using to keep the stock price down, such as short ladder attacks and um um sell walls and, and all that stuff. And and but the longer that they try and manipulate the price down, um, the more the bigger money, the hole they're digging. Yeah, the bigger the hole they're digging. Because something they do is they do a thing called making naked shares, shares that don't exist, uh, and, and they're shorting them by doing that. And so they have to cover uh, the cost yeah, of all of those yeah. naked shares. Eventually. So, so basically, so basically, what they're doing is they're creating stocks out of thin air and they're selling them without buying them. So they're going to have to buy them back. Um, because they're illegal, so they have to buy them back and pay back oh, that money. They have eventually, to cover, yeah. They have they to cover their audited cover, basically. And then the government's also cracking down on that because if that is the case, the whole stock market is going to fucking crash. And the I well, the time estimate kind of is like either next week or in a couple months. It's like, when the it's stock that's going yeah. to happen. It's when the hedge funds can't keep playing this game. Is when is potentially an explosion happens, potentially. Yeah. So, like, I'm not I'm not saying anything's going to happen or whatnot, but that's kind of the idea behind it. There's a massive community of retail investors on the internet right now who are Investors. are basically trying to stick it to the hedge funds, which Again. I think is fucking awesome. However, them doing that might actually crash the market and d- just destroy people's um, savings and investments and retirement and. But all that basically do a whole uh, like another uh 2008 if not uh 1920s what the what <laughs> or 1930s uh crash, right? i don't think it's gonna be that insane it could be potentially um plus when unless the government crash, comes in and stops shit um, but like when things crash they go back up yeah well like the depression came back up eventually yeah, but that was a different situation. There was a lot of different factors. This is basically a 2008 situation. The exact same thing happened in 2008 when they, uh, they were selling mortgages. Um, the subprime mortgage crisis, basically, where they're yeah. selling uh, mortgages to people and then selling off the debt to other people. And people started um, defaulting and ultimately the banking system couldn't handle it anymore. Well, also, it created a bubble in the real estate uh, created a real a estate investing firm, and then the uh, 
the recession happened after the bubble burst. Okay, so it wasn't that the bubble was created caused the recession. It's it was when it burst. Depending depending how high the price goes during the short squeeze, though, um, if the hedge funds go under, that's fine. No one likes the hedge funds, but who who's left to pay pay out the rest of the money? Um, the insurance companies that they pay uh, pay into, which is the Bank of America. Um, the big banks of the world, basically, if those banks, like the potential for this um, short squeeze is basically unlimited, right? Well, they just and passed people, a they just passed a law. The banks are saying that they don't want um, that they don't like the hedge funds are hedging, uh, like their margin accounts are too high. Yeah, or whatever they don't like that, so they're trying to limit them. On that. No, that's no, that's good, but that's a, a too little, too late type situation because they've already done this. They've already like there's potentially billions of these uh, synthetic shares out there. No one knows, but there's potentially billions of them. <laughs> um, when like I love, I love this conversation. Is just all the regular listeners are like, well, what the fuck are they talking about? The synth shares. Synthetic They're gonna come shares. for you. Yeah, you gotta be careful <laughs> when you buy. To make sure they aren't synths. No, it doesn't matter. I know it doesn't matter. If they're on the market and you bought them, they have to pay you back. That's not the issue. The issue is the insurance companies, when the hedge funds go down, the insurance that they have with these banks, the banks right. are going to have to pay them out. If the banks can't pay them out, the, banks the whole system crashes. That's what's, that's what's going to happen. The banks are just But saying, the whole system would crash in that case because people are now not going to trust the fucking market anymore because obviously it's not free and fair. Well, but, but people already saw that after GameStop with the whole Robin Hood fiasco. And then yeah, Google. but that was stopped and nothing really happened. Nobody was hurt during that. Well, people this could were potentially hurt bag. people. This could, this could literally pull down that, the entire market. That hedge and when that big on. money, well, when the big money um, falls, when these hedge funds fall and stuff like that, they're not going to be able to put money back into the um, stock market, which brings down all of the stocks, which brings down people's retirement portfolios and all that shit. And that's not good either. It's a big short situation, basically just I mean, reversed. Hopefully that's not the case, but we'll see. Hopefully not. We'll there is a potential to make lots of money here. Nothing's guaranteed. I'm not telling you to buy nothing, but. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't say anything about buying or anything. No, I know. I just want to cover my I don't ass. have a stake in this. Huh? You and I don't, don't have a stake in the story. Yeah, we're not going right? to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, okay? I'm, I'm just explaining the situation, the potentials of the situation. Yeah, I mean, I guess that is true. But, I, but the, like, for example, the Volkswagen short that happened in 2008. Uh, when the fuck did that happen? That, happened in, uh, that happened in 2008. Oh, that's not good. That's not a good sign. Well, that was, uh, that was separate, right? That wasn't, not- uh, that, uh, the, the, the crash happened after this. The crash happened after the Volkswagen squeeze. So the Volkswagen squeeze happened because basically Porsche bought a shit ton of the uh, shares and Porsche single-handedly made that squeeze happen. That's illegal though. Well, no, it's not. Porsche just bought uh, shares and held them. Yeah, but... That's all they did. They didn't do anything illegal. There's nothing illegal about that. Well, I mean, They just saw opportunity and then they uh, jumped on the opportunity. Well, they were charged with market manipulation. They were? Yeah, they were then acquitted by a Stuttgart Port, but Porsche ones? Yeah, Porsche, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought they got away with it. Well, they, they were acquitted, but they were still charged for it. Oh, okay. Well, then ultimately nothing happened to them. Yeah. So because they just bought a share. Okay, we got to stop. Bought a bunch of shares. Everybody's, everybody's going to sleep right now. 
Everybody's yeah, I know. Fucking well, sleep you can, you can, you can fucking uh, you can fucking cut that all out. But I'm not gonna cut it all out. I'm just gonna like some of it. Leave off. Yeah, I'm gonna leave like most I think of it. it makes us sound super smart, but <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, yeah, that was cryptocurrency <laughs> going down. Probably go back I, up. I, I don't think they're that complicated anymore. I'm being honest. How they actually work, like on the system level, is pretty complicated, but that doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. They're just another stock that can be traded and that are all super volatile. So the possibility of making a lot of money, if you know what you're doing, is there. Right. Each of them have their different like pros and cons and all that and price points. Yep. I fucking, I fucking love Shiba though, because it's like it's like the dollar sign is zero point five zeros. Derek, we have to Eight. stop talking about crypto. I fucking love that. We need more dog anyway. coins. Dog coins. Where's Dober coin, right? Dober coin. These things are going to come out, bro. 100%. They better. We should make it. 100%. Okay. Well, what about Sonic the Hedge coin? Um, I would buy into that uh, as fast as possible. Sonic the coin hog. <laughs> that's the wallet's name? No, that's just the name of the... That's, that is a good wallet name. Sonic the coin hog. Yeah, that's a good wallet name, bro. Yeah. I think we should make a fucking coin. Who the fuck cares? Let's make a coin. We have to move on. Okay, yeah, we probably should move on. Everybody's tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> no one gives a fuck about crypto. Except for I... the people in crypto. Listen, no one knows anything about the crypto uh, like markets except for people that actually are in crypto and have a large stake in crypto. Isn't that funny when you learn about crypto, you invest in it? Yeah, 100%. Like, sounds like yeah, we should move on. Let's talk about uh, Biden refusing to give vaccines to Manitoba. That's right. Manitoba's like, Listen. yo, Biden, can we get some vaccines for North Dakota? And Biden's like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. He's just like, who the fuck are you? Fucking vampire looking ass. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Pallister wrote uh, to Joe Biden asking him, like wrote a fucking letter to Joe Biden. Ask him to allow individual states to send vaccines abroad. So basically, he wanted North Dakota to send uh, vaccines to Manitoba because we're fucking dying here. We're like the worst in North America for um, uh, testing positive, like the rates for testing positive and shit. We're well, worse I mean, than almost every fucking state in the U.S. and every single fucking uh, province. Toronto's opening up. We just went on to even stricter fucking... Uh, in quarantine and we can't even do the podcast together uh because of this fucking quarantine <laughs> that's true but you know also the testing positive rate could also be due to in the states when people have the symptoms of covid they just go i don't care i'm not getting tested um yeah, yeah that's that's true uh, i i feel like i think we have a large population of manitobans that um are religious like extremely religious, like right-wing uh, evangelical religious. Anti-vax is what anti-vaxxers and anti stuff like that. Not just necessarily religious. You know, there are some wine moms that believe in crystal healing out there, and definitely. But lots of those people believe in vaccines. It's most like most of the anti-vax people are these rural uh, Bible Belt people, which we in Manitoba have a surprising amount of. Well, yes. We've known this Winkler. Well, you got Winkler, you got fucking Morden, you got um I know some facts about the schools in Morden that I don't think I'm allowed to uh 
say on the podcast, but oh shit, we got insider information. Insider information. Um, well, you're a, a bunch of kids. <laughs> a bunch of journalists. Oh, that's true. You can make that's this true. statement. Listen, dog. A bunch of kids in one of the schools in Southern Manitoba are sick or out of school sick, but they don't have COVID. That's because they refuse to get vaccinated or uh, not vaccinated. They refuse to go get tested because that proves COVID's real. What? A significant amount of kids out sick because, um, well, not because we don't know, but they refuse to get tested. That's crazy. It's crazy. These people also refuse to get vaccinated. Oh, my God. Look at these idiots. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's pretty trash. That's all Southern Manitoba. There's a, a shit ton in like Steinbeck, too. I'm sure Lactabani has their own. Um, all over the place. Um, I feel like the indigenous population wants to get vaccinated. I don't actually know. I don't have any statistics on that, but the, yeah, it's mostly these religious like freaks out there. I can understand why they might not might be a little hesitant though. I mean, the white man injecting something into their arm, uh, not had a good track record. <laughs> Where were we? North Dakota has a bunch of vaccines sitting there in freezers. Right. And so so Pallister basically said Saturday, the vaccines are sitting in freezers miles away in North Dakota. We have people here waiting and need those vaccines up here. So that's what Pallister said Saturday. Right. Biden, and- however, has not responded to the letter that was sent out to him. Um, and though Biden also sends vaccines abroad, the, like, the federal government in the United States does that, they do not allow individual states to send their specific vaccines out. North Dakota has even asked the federal government to send vaccines to Manitoba to help out Manitoban teachers and uh, school staff as well. However, uh, he said no. Biden was just like, nah, fam, not happening. Not Fuck happening. Those teachers, right? Uh, Manitoba also- teachers have just been fucked over left and right. Teachers as well as uh, support staff, because actually my uh, mom and my sister both are uh, Manitoba schooling staff. Um, just getting straight up fucked out of vaccines like my sister had to wait till her age eligibility get hers Damn. and she works with uh she works with people that can't get vaccines oh shit. right and are like covid sensitive right yeah so i mean maybe fucking the, crazy i mean maybe palliser shouldn't have sent the letter by a pigeon it probably would have got there faster if you used a digital uh method but maybe that might have worked a little bit better biden also i don't think knows who Pallister is. He barely knows who Trudeau is. No, of course he doesn't know who Pallister is. Are you kidding me? Pallister is like the bottom level, bottom level level of government. The only person under Pallister is the actual people that that like like the city workers. Brian right? Bowman is gonna send a Brian Bowman to fucking Joe Biden. Can you get yeah, being like, please help? Biden doesn't know who the fuck Pallister is. Pallister expecting the U.S. president to respond to a letter, his measly little Manitoban uh, provincial government's letter, being like, hey, please help us out over here. Like, bro, who do you think you are, man? Who do you think you are? I mean, he should have had a better vaccine rollout, but then, you know, it's like the delivery well, mechanisms aren't entirely his fault. The, the, the vaccine rollout is not his fault specifically. Who he gave vaccines to is his fault. Yeah, we're not getting those extra vaccines. No, we're not. We're not. And apparently Canada is uh, not getting like our vaccine supply in Canada is uh, apparently under question now. We're not sure if we're going to get um, 
like what seven million like um moderna vaccines i think oh shit yeah so that's not good no it's not you know that's not good well but it grows the economy right it grows the economy Rosie, God. Benefits everybody. You gotta play that. That's, Joe a, Biden. that's a meme reference, folks. That's a meme reference. Clip. I'll put that in there. Um, what? I, I just ranted there for like a good I solid couple there. minutes. I fell asleep, dude. The beat for beat, the same thing. And I was like, damn, you okay? Well, I believe that. Playing the greatest hits right now. Hey, bro. That's not the worst thing in the world. That's Kyle does that normal. like every single week. Trump is, that's literally his career now. He goes to Mar-a-Lago and he plays his greatest hits. You know, the election was stolen. We built the wall. It was a beautiful wall. Best wall that we ever built. But the election, oh. it was a magnificent election, except it was stolen. So it was horrible. The worst election <laughs> I've ever seen. What he says, yeah. he does at Mar-a-Lago now. Interrupting, interrupting weddings and <laughs> random people shit. <laughs> he just walks in. We are like, who the fuck are you? We don't even recognize you anymore, bud. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so fuck Pallister for even even thinking that uh, Joe Biden would know who the fuck he is. I mean, I don't know. Joe Biden probably thinks that he's like the like governor of like Maine or something. He's like, listen, talk to my South American envoy. Don't talk. To- <laughs> like, who's this Puerto Rican over here? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, let's move on. Uh, what are we talking about next? Should I we mean, talk about the woman that was like arrested after getting assaulted in Winnipeg? Oh yeah, so Winnipeg. Coming back to Winnipeg, we had a protest. There have been protests all around the world in solidarity with Palestinian brothers and sisters being, um, you know, disproportionate violence perpetrated against them by Israel. Uh, Two hundred and what was the metric? 226 dead, over 65 kids. 65 yeah, something kids, like yeah. that. Uh, Palestinian I think it was eight, uh, 58 kids, but I mean, like, once you get a double digits, it doesn't fucking matter anymore. That's yeah, pretty insane. That's from the Israeli airstrikes into yeah. uh, the Gaza Strip. And so there's been protests around the world in solidarity with them. And we had one outside of the legislature building. And Yeah, there's quite a few people there, too. Yeah, there's for, you know, having COVID and having lockdown and whatnot. Um, and this is interesting because there was actually a counter protest that showed up and there was a police line that had to separate the two. And, you know, of course, there was just looking at the pictures, there was a lot more bodies on the Palestinian side than the Israeli side. Yeah. But things turned a little violent because somebody who is a counter protester and his uh, Israeli supporter came up and was like trying to rip a flag out of um, this woman, this pro-Palestinian woman's hands. And then she held on and then some other people got involved and she was punched in the back of the head and uh, thrown. Yeah, where, where was the quote? What's the quote here? Uh, I want to read what, what she said. So she says, uh, quote, uh, my hair was being pulled by an old woman. I was being stepped on, kicked. A grown man physically punched me in the back of the head. And that's what she told police officers right after uh, this happened. And then the police officers put her into handcuffs for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Because she was assaulted and went to go report an assault. And then she was like, they're like, not your brown. And put her in handcuffs. Hmm. Oh, shit. And I also just see here in the article, Zaid, the woman who was attacked, uh, she said that 
the police may have took a side because they were facing, they had their backs to the Israeli side and then they were facing the Palestinian side. But then, of course, but the cops were just like, I don't know, we were facing a larger crowd. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if the cops would have a side on this because this really just is. This is like out of their, out of their. Yeah, they don't really care. This is out of their oppression wheelhouse. They're like, I don't know. Yeah, when when cops have like a strong side is because the people are either uh, revolting against their own authority, like the country's authority, or they're revolting against the police themselves for police violence. That's when cops get really aggressive because now you're uh, protesting them and then they feel personally attacked. Here, they're just kind of be like, yeah, we're going to keep the peace regardless of what happens, even though they did not do a good job here and they put the wrong person in fucking handcuffs did not arrest the person that uh the people the multiple people that uh attacked this uh woman yeah on the streets right in front of them yeah yeah they they put her in handcuffs yeah and they put the brown person in handcuffs i wish we were there we should have gone i didn't know about it so i listen i heard about it on the news on ctv news so I, I want to know more. I, I don't know how to find out about these protests, actually. Yeah. Because I would love, I would have loved to known about this and actually gone and supported the Palestinian side here um, rather than, and like, um, uh, protest against the Israelis, uh, the pro-Israeli side. Um, but I just didn't know about the protests. Like, how, how do I find out about this? Like, I followed the Black Lives Matter page on Instagram. Um, I don't see any of their posts anymore, so maybe they got like shadow banned or something, but maybe I don't know. I want to know more, like know about more of these protests. So even like we could even like talk about them, like the upcoming protests on the podcast and inform people. Yeah, that'd be great. Get the word uh, word out. Right. So I don't know if if one of the listeners knows uh, (laughs) to find out about these protests, like just DM us on Instagram or something. Tell us we greatly appreciate it. And you hear that also <laughs> Turkey and now the United States are like at each other. Why? Because Erdogan, the leader of Turkey right now. Yeah. I'm trying to find the exact quote. Kyle even talked about it on Secular Talk. Oh, okay. Erdogan said things like, it's terrible what's going on and uh, what the Israelis are doing to Palestine. Mm-hmm. He said, quote, they are murderers to the point that they kill children who are five or six years old. They are murderers to the point that they drag women on the ground to their death. And they are murderers to the point that they kill old people. It's in their nature. And they are only satisfied by sucking their blood. That's his quote. Okay. Okay. Do you see? Okay. So it was. It's it's in their nature is when it went into anti-Semitic territory. And then the whole sucking their blood stuff. That's also a anti-Semitic trope. Okay. Listen. The first part of that was like, right, I'm just like, yo, that's fucking based. And then he, <laughs> he's just like, it's, all about, it's like he said, he went out and he said, it's all about the money. The fact that uh, they want the Palestinians wealth and like all that stuff. And like, that's super fucking anti-Semitic to say. The reason why they're bombing. Why would, you, why would you add that? That doesn't add anything. That just makes your position sound worse. I know. It's like Erdogan basically could have said like, there's but like is, then, is then, not why 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 add that why add that now you're just racist now you're just anti-semitic like it was based until you got to that point right and then that price that smarmy bastard that guy from the state department who yeah. wouldn't admit that it's bad that children are dying remember that guy yeah 
in that clip. Yeah. He said, uh, quote, the United States strongly condemns President Erdogan's recent anti-Semitic comments regarding the Jewish people and finds them reprehensible. Wow. Of course. Yeah. So. I mean, I also do. Okay. I don't like that you are anti-Semitic. Please don't be anti-Semitic. If anyone that's pro-Palestine and anti-Semitic, you're pro-Palestine for the wrong reasons. Yeah, don't. It's not all Jews. No, it's the Israeli government. You're against the Israeli government that's acting in a fascist manner. Yeah. You don't like that. I don't like them because they're being fascist. It also turns out that uh, President Netanyahu's son is just chilling with a bunch of Nazis. Too. That's yeah, like actual Nazis, people that fund Nazi movements and Nazi militia groups, and also President Netanyahu uh, basically <laughs> made up some bullshit about the Holocaust, saying that Hitler didn't want to uh, exterminate all Jews until he met with the uh, Palestinian Palestinian leadership in the late twenties. Yeah. That's the reason why the uh, no, it was forty one Jews, nineteen forty one, specifically nineteen forty one. Uh, Hitler met with Palestinians and, with, and Palestinians were like, yo, the Jews, like, you should just kill them. And Hitler was just like, how should I kill them? And then the Palestinians, according to Netanyahu, were like, burn them. And that's why gas chambers happened. Yeah. Grand according to the Israeli prime minister. That's how the Holocaust started. It was the that's Palestinians, the not Hitler. Also, the Holocaust happened before that meeting because that meeting was is a historical event however we don't have transcripts so no one knows what was discussed during this meeting and all that stuff we do know um, what was discussed during the meeting because the transcript was uh published like a long ass time ago it is was it it was I published heard half wasn't. a century ago and oh, is readily well, available online <laughs> perfect so we know what they talked about and that was not it yes yeah, so the grand mufti of Palestine went to Berlin to meet with Hitler on November 28th, 1941. And yeah, Benjamin Netanyahu said that the Holocaust was the brainchild of the Grand Mufti who suggested killing the Jews rather than expelling them to Hitler. That's what he said. Now, the truth is that... Drop the truth bomb right now. They don't even really talk about it. They say that uh, they have the same enemies, the English, the Jews, the communists. And he said that... Nothing really that that's like too significant though hitler said that uh he would that he favored the elimination of the jewish national home in palestine i mean but the the grand mufti is not like yo you should kill him instead of uh sending him away no i mean um the palestinian israeli conflict uh has been happening since world war one um if you discount everything that happened um like since like biblical times right (laughs) Because that's ultimately when it started, but like when this specific like Israeli-Palestine issue started, it was around, and like the issue of Zionism and shit like that that happened around World War One, and then World War Two was kind of the global catalyst that. Uh, Are we talking about Israel right now? Kind of. Are we doing it? No, not right now. Okay. Not right now. Uh, we should probably just move on. Cut the last little bit out. <laughs> we're not allowed. It's like we're not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> Listen, we're we're doing a Israel Palestine special where we're going to have all this information all in one spot where you can learn about it um, with your hosts, Derek Westra and Cole Raider. <laughs> okay, your host. That's an ad right there on ethnic cleansing. <laughs> Today's issue of ethnic cleansing. We're talking about the Palestinian conflict. 
Yeah. That's that was that story. Um <laughs> Yeah, so fuck the police and I I hope that um that uh, woman that was assaulted there uh, gets justice. She's not going to get justice. Finds those people and no, she's not, but I hope so. I wish yeah. her the best because that's a fucking shitty situation and you got put into handcuffs for no fucking reason. So right. anyways, let's move on. What else happened uh, this week? Pipeline got hacked. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, there's the United States pipeline, the colonial pipeline, interest very accurately named. Colonial, yes. Which they uh, colonize the colonizing pipeline. Yeah, it only runs through uh, indigenous land. It only that's the only place where it goes. <laughs> yes, that's right. They uh, they were hacked. Their computer systems were hacked by ransomware hackers, which is shitty. But I was like, oh shit, was it environmentalist? You know, doing some well. Damage? It could have been anonymous. Was it anonymous? Uh, no fucking shit. Oh, no, it was Columbia. Columbia, yeah, Columbia. Okay, uh, I have no idea. This is the Colonial Pipeline. Basically, they coughed up $4.3 million to these ransomware hackers to get shit going, which is not what you're supposed to do. No. The FBI literally says, don't do that, because it encourages uh, criminal networks to use that tactic. It's like, we don't negotiate with terrorists, you know, because they say that it encourages that Encourages terrorism. That type of tactic, right? So it's the same thing. I mean, that's fair. That's understandable. Also, you should, you just shouldn't because you lose money for no reason. The pipeline? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it worked though. Yeah, it did. The pipeline paid out. No, but but the, the ransomware hackers, they could just not open up. They could be like, oh, cool. Could you send another 4.3 million? That'd be great. Yeah, that too. They're totally at the mercy of these hackers. So... But they were like, no, they're like, oh, cool. There's uh, honesty among thieves. And they're like, yeah. Well, uh, like, all right, fine. Weird. But they found this out on May 7th at 5.30 a.m. And then they're like, okay, shut it all down. Let's stop the virus from spreading. And uh, so this pipeline, it delivers 45% of the gasoline consumed on the East Coast. Um, God damn. Yes, it's a lot. That's a lot. Holy shit. It's based in Alpharetta, Georgia. I didn't know the indigenous had that much land in the States. <laughs> well, I mean, it, all of it is indigenous <laughs> land. Well, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So, I mean, you know. I mean, when we're, when we're building pipelines in Canada, we try to go through like reserve and like specifically indigenous land. <laughs> like sacred land. We tr- at least that's Canada's goal when we do that, right? Yeah, we try not to, but then there's that Alberta pipeline that they had to sell, like the indigenous people had to sell the land to the government in order for them to build the pipeline and shit. Why don't they build the pipeline across the fucking highways? Okay, so but if it's underground, the government already owns the highways, right? So if they just do it along the highways... They would have to shut down the highway. They would have to have all those vehicles on the highway. Yeah, but you can just do that off the highway. Uh, I mean, I would think so, but I mean, I guess the but like you, the there's pipeline. ways to do it. Like if you're building the pipeline in the middle of nowhere, like through some fucking mountain or through some fucking forest, you can the, do it through a route. fucking uh, through a fucking field on the side of a highway. Well, they think that's the best route. I know, but like now you're just fucking other people's land. Anyways, anyways, that's not the point of this uh, story. That's right. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> 
So yeah, they were they halted this oil for like a week, and then everybody started panic buying gas. Oh, that's why the bags were a thing. Yeah, the gas bags. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. Wait, what the fuck? I didn't know that about? was this. People have been uh like photographed like filling up like plastic bags full of gasoline at like uh. CBS News officials warn people not to fill plastic bags with gasoline amid panic over gas shortages. (laughs) Like there's people filling up like um like uh five gallon pails of gasoline and like like not on the ground like on the truck, which is actually super dangerous because there's a bunch of static electricity that uh can uh, flow through some some can happen and it basically blows up. It's very common when you don't put, um, like, when you're filling up, like, jerry cans and shit. Yeah. You have to put them on the ground to fill them up. So the thing's grounded. If you put them on the trunk, on the truck, or, like, what on the car or something like that, they're known to explode. Yeah. And these Literally, people are just filling plastic bags in their trunk. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission, their Twitter, this is literally verbatim their tweet. Do not fill plastic bags with gasoline, period. That's it. That was it. That's all they tweeted. They're like, it's like some dude he's like super pissed off. They're like, are you fucking kidding me? No, I know. Like, that's the fucking dumbest thing you can do. <laughs> like getting a Walmart bag. <laughs> no, they're like garbage bags full. Like you see pictures, there's like five garbage bags full of gasoline, like clear garbage bags in some guy's trunk, and then he just drives away. A photo of a car trunk holding clear bags full of gasoline and a video of a woman pouring in gas in a plastic bag. Uh, Snopes found these videos and, and images to be several years old. Oh, okay. But the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission was like, still, guys, don't. Don't do that. That's fucking dumb. Yeah. So... There was like, so yeah, they did restart its pipeline, but okay. it took time yeah, back to, like, to the pipeline it, to resume the full schedule. So like more than 9,500 gas stations were out of fuel on last Wednesday, including half the gas stations in Washington, D.C. and 40% of stations in North Carolina. Oh, Jesus Christ. No gas. There's no gas. That's awful. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, like my, my, cause I, I uh, live outside the city, right? So I just imagine not having gas. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. Yeah. Right? Um, like, when I was going to college and shit, I would spend two hours a day driving. Um, because I also had some other fucking bullshit uh, in the city Then I was driving around. I don't have access to a bus route because I uh, live outside the city. If I didn't have gas, I'm fucked. I have to fill up every... I would have to fill up every fucking, like, four days, four or five days um, in order to make it through the week, right? Yeah, I drive two hours a day as well. Yeah, for your, um, for your work. And I, um, I mean, I don't have to drive anymore for my work at the moment. Uh, back then, like I'm imagining not having gas. I'm thought. So like, that's, that's really, that's insane. Like we take, we take gas uh, for granted, I think personally, but just imagine not having a vehicle, you're fucked. That's why we have to get off gasoline. Yeah, it is why we have to get off gasoline, because eventually gas will uh, either destroy the planet and everybody dies, or we stop using it, or it, it runs out, and then we're also fucked, and we, our systems are just done, right? 
yeah so that's basically it that's all we got for you guys today well we haven't done the tax haven in uh isle of man do 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 we want do you want to it's we're approaching an hour is it that important of a story? uh i mean we could we could talk about it another day yeah maybe when like the fucking um crash happens yeah we could then all right cool that's um yeah, guys, hope you download the podcast that uh, help us out with the analytics and you know share us with your friends. I don't know. Uh, hope you guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, the quality of the audio was good. I don't know. Yeah. Yet. Let us know. Let us know if you uh, enjoyed the stories. Let us know if you had a story that you didn't. Uh, you wanted us to cover and uh, we didn't cover this week too. Like give us suggestions and stuff like that. Just see what you guys actually want to uh, us to talk about. Have our commentary on it. That's right. We're definitely experts on everything, by the way. 100%. Yep. That's how it works. I have, I have a degree in everything. Okay? I don't think that's true, but... Poli-sci, okay. poli-sci history, uh, war tactics. Um, oh, what the fuck? Um, chess. Yo, um, I'll kick your ass at chess. If you haven't played a chess game, I'll fucking wreck you. I gotta train. You gotta train. I'm gonna start training chess, and then we're gonna do a live stream chess fight. Best listen six. Of listen, what's your uh, what's your ELO? I don't know. You don't know? How do you play chess? It's been a while. I'm, I'm chess. I'm literally a grandmaster. Listen, listen. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm basically uh uh mangus carlson's uh, best friend okay <laughs> okay we are yeah. literally buddies okay. i can kick anybody's ass sure all right can. anyways all right cool <laughs> all right, all right so the podcast is done bye that was game perspective signing off bye